Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, and of course my Blog Talk Radio community and those who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And today's sponsor, Audible.com, has over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrials.com forward slash get organized. And a little bit later, I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, tonight, regaining order after the death of a loved one. You know, a lot of us have experienced the passing of loved ones, and with that, we have to deal with their stuff, their belongings, and going through, and sometimes it's not as organized and as neat as we had thought, which is why I bought on the guest expert, Rowena Liz, of Getting It Together, and she's going to share how we can regain order after the death of a loved one, especially when we have to deal with their belongings. And, of course, I'm going to be sharing some tips in my Taylor's Tip Time um, a little bit later, and my app suggestion, my repurpose suggestion, and my product suggestion for the week. So this week... Um, um, I won't be sharing any statistics because um, I wanted to really jump right into the topic. So Rowena List is a professional organizer based in Vancouver, British Columbia. Rowena believes that externals such as image and environment have a significant and often more immediate impact on confidence, success, happiness, health, and quality of life. As a professional organizer and image consultant, Rowena applies this outside-in approach to achieve quick and tangible success. So I'm going to bring Rowena on. Good evening, Rowena. Good evening, Janet. How are you? And welcome back. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I am doing good. Spring is here, so I'm excited. <laughs> yes, the cherry blossoms are out here in Vancouver. It's looking lovely, and uh, I'm so appreciative of being back on your show for such a important topic. Well, what made you decide to provide this type of service, Rowena, which is much needed? 
I found that after somebody has passed away, people are such grief-strucken that they find it so hard to know which way to turn and what to do with all of the belongings of their loved ones. And there's so much that they have to deal with as far as paperwork and, um, you know, canceling all kinds of things and so forth. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, here's all these belongings now what am I going to do with them? Do family members want them? Can I sell them? Can you know are they valuable? And so I really wanted to be of service and help people out in the community that are going through this uh, you know very sad tragic time. Mm. So Rowena, what? How should someone start specifically if they live with the person? Like if person, you know, passed away, was in their home, how would a person go about, um, you know, starting the process of really organizing and, and, and clearing through the clutter? Right. So usually that would be in a situation of a spouse or a partner, something like that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, this is where it's different than if it's like if now both your parents are gone. So let's just take a scenario of, you know, a um, couple living together you know the kitchen doesn't need to be done necessarily because the person's still going to be living in the house but it's just their personal effects of the person that has passed away so you know that's going to take some time because there's the grieving process and when somebody has passed away right away there's so much paperwork to do and like I mentioned you know the canceling of passports and social insurance numbers and driver's license and bank accounts and the likes of all of that But then when the person is feeling ready, then they might want to start with going through the clothes, for an example, because clothes that sit in a closet for any length of time start to get a very musty smell. And it's because, you know, on those clothes, there's a lot of times tissues are in pockets. I find lots of Kleenex in pockets and uh, there's, you know, the... Um, dead skin cells that are left on the inside of our clothing or some hair and things like that and and you know dust starts to collect on these items and it really starts to get a very musty smell and of course you know my whole thing of nothing takes on value unless it's being used and so you know if there's a full wardrobe of clothing that could be passed on to the less fortunate then I suggest that that's an area that people start with first because it might be an area that's not as hard as maybe some of the other areas. You know, going through somebody's personal mail, for an example, if they've saved every card that they ever received from their spouse or partner, and now you're starting to go through that, that can bring up a lot of emotions and can take some time to go through. So it's it's always good to start off with, you know, something that's maybe a little bit easier and then work towards the more challenging things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm glad you, you said that what was easier because for me it was very easy to go through my mother's clothes because we didn't wear the same size. So it was more comfortable for me just to go in her closet and, you know, I gave some some items to people I knew and other items I just donated. Um, but, like you said, the paperwork, that was the one that really caused me a lot of emotion because 
I didn't realize until I looked, and it was like something like a phone bill, Rowena. When I was looking through the phone bill that she had when I was in college, and I saw all the times that we talked to each other, and I was like, we almost talk to each other every day. And that just brought a whole other set of emotion um, over mm-hmm. me. So, uh, you know, because yeah. you said, you know, work on what's easiest first. For me, it was easy to close, but then going through all our paperwork, that, was really um, an emotional um, ride for me. Yeah, so, yeah, understandably. So what if someone passed away and they lived um, in another in another home, they lived on their own, or they lived out of state? Well, that's when, if of course, if they're local, then you can just go, uh, um, you know, during the time that you have to work on, um, clearing out the items from the home, you know, first of all, you need to decide is this place, if it's a rental place, when do you want to give up the rental lease amount? Uh, if it's a property that you want to put on the market, then when do you want to do that by? So having some guidelines around that, if it's local, and then working towards, you know, how much do you want to leave in the home in preparation for it being say staged for going on the market or does the realtor want it completely empty so you'd want to be speaking with a realtor Uh, if it's out of state then of course you've got to block time where you go and specifically stay there for you know two weeks a month depending it's you know when my grandfather passed away my maternal grandfather he was in England and my mother went to England. She had to take a month off of work as a single mom and take a month off of work and go to England and take his entire home apart. And he was a pack rat. And, mm. you know, he had money squirreled in, in coat jackets and sugar under the bed and, you know, all of this sort of thing. And, you know, it just cost her a whole lot of money and time. And she was away from us and we were young children at the time so you know i encourage people to take care of their belongings as much as they can while they're here so that they don't put that kind of strain and stress and burden on their children and of course you know people like ourselves janet that are professional organizers you know we get hired to go out of state out of province to do these types of jobs because some people just don't have the time, energy, effort, money, or care if they go and and take care of their parents' place. And so they just hire somebody to go and do it. And then we go in and and sell as much as we can and donate as much as we can. And and really what I do is I'm like a general contractor. I oversee the entire project from start to finish. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just did a whole house where it was, you know, now the house is sold, the cars are sold, everything's done, and it's all wrapped up for the for the people. So, it's, you know, there's services out there. Wow. So how would somebody, because I knew of a, a woman, she had a house, but then she decided to get an apartment with her mother while she still had the house. Then the mother passed. So how would a person navigate, they've got two households, really, um, and navigate how to let go and, and, and what would really be involved in that whole process? 
Well, that's where I would suggest that they work with a coach. And, you know, that's where something that I would walk through the process with them to find out, you know, what are their ultimate goals? You know, do they want to live in the house? Do they want to live in the apartment that they were in with their mother? Or do they want to get something completely new and different? And then going through that process with them uh, over the phone and, and figuring out a game plan and then strategizing for each week what they need to do, breaking that down into each day. Because, you know, people completely overestimate what they can get done in a day. And then they start downsizing a home where somebody's passed and they, you know, they don't realize that there's going to be lots of breaks where there's the emotional, uh, you know, need to sit there and just maybe, you know, have a little cry or do a little bit of grieving, or maybe they want to read through something before they toss it out. And so people completely underestimate how long it's going to take to get a place ready to, um, you know, to move on once a loved one's gone. But somebody like in a situation that you've just described, Janet, it sounds to me that they would need some guidance and coaching and consulting before moving forward so they know exactly what track they want to go on. Mm. And um, Rowena, you were mentioning how you were the general contractor of a project. And I mean, there were a lot of different little things involved. And, and I think sometimes people don't realize all of the things because you were talking about the cars the house, the stuff. Um, could you tell a little bit more about that project, you know, without giving too many um, details to the client, but just generally, because it sounds like a, um, something that sometimes people don't really think about. There's a lot of stuff involved. Oh, yes. And, you know, this is a perfect example for your show, Janet, because there was three siblings, and now their parents are gone, and one of the siblings lived in America, two lived in Canada, And they all worked full time and, you know, had children and busy lives. And so the main person that I worked with was a school teacher. So there was some break time coming up and we were able to work on that. But a lot of the time she just, you know, gave me the key and said, you know, you you go in there and get rid of all of the, you know, the couches and the dishes and the collections of things that people don't realize, you know, how much, like the average home has over 350,000 items in it. And now you're Mm -hmm. trying to downsize that, you know, there were, we had to have the junk removal people come because there was, you know, old lumber and there was a barbecue that had a whole family of rats living in it because it was a cold winter and they were living under the, the barbecue. And so, you know, that couldn't be sold. And, you know, so, and the, the cars were vintage cars. So that goes to yet a different type of buyer. And so, you know, there's lots of steps that are happening along the way with, of course, the realtor saying, you know, I've got a potential buyer because this is a great location. Like, when can you have this done? Oh, wait a minute. I've got five potential buyers that want to come and get this you know, buy this house because of the location <laughs> and the hot real estate market. So, you know, it. Uh, the sad reality is that the this particular family, they didn't have a chance to grieve right after the parent had passed. They will have to do that now because they were under a tight timeline 
to get everything taken care of because, you know, of the location and the logistics of one person coming from America to come to Canada and the likes of all of that and the, and the hot real estate market that they obviously wanted to take advantage of because you know how fickle the real estate market can be. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they just were thrilled by the fact that they could just pass it over to me and, and they just took the, you know, they took my services out of the estate and it was well worth it for them because they, they could go and carry on with, you know, doing things with their kids and, and just popping in periodically and helping me with certain areas that, you know, like photos, for an example, you know, the, the person needs to be there to decide what photos they want, unless they say, no, I don't want any, just get rid of them all. But, you know, they like to look through those and see what photos their parents have kept and sort of go down memory lane. And, you know, and and I think of what the, I guess, the emotional um, weight that you lifted off of them because you really went in there and you managed everything and you took care of everything. Um, yeah, they didn't have time to grieve, but at least that was one thing that they didn't have to do because that can be a whole other set of emotions that sometimes um, you have to deal with when you're looking at stuff and you, you might see, you know, you maybe see a, a plate, but then somebody else sees the plate that was used the first time and it just takes you back to those moments. Mm-hmm. So that's a wonderful, wonderful service. So, Rowena, for and the other thing listening, too, Janet, is that sorry, I was just going to say this while we're on this because it's it's a very mm-hmm. important point is that uh, these siblings got along. There's a lot mm. of families where the siblings do not get along. They don't even speak. And then they need somebody like me in there as a mediator because, you know, one person wants to just dump everything and get it to the junkyard and another person wants to maybe sell it and get some money for it. And everybody has a different emotion and a different thought, like you just said about the plate. But imagine the whole mm-hmm. household like that, and if the siblings aren't in agreeing or aren't getting along, so it can be, you know, it can be a very sensitive situation. Yeah, yeah, that is that is true. That is true. So for somebody listening, and who's telling themselves it's too hard to start, what? would you say for that person who says it's just too hard, just how would they just kind of start? Well, I think if they're finding it's too hard for them, that maybe they need to have somebody on their side that is going to be encouraging them, coaching them, consulting them, that is not emotionally attached because, you know, chances are I wouldn't know the person that's passed away. So I don't have that same emotional attachment to them. Yes, I can feel that it's sad and that, you know, their time has come. But if they're really struggling, then I say, you know, have somebody that can, you know, hold your hand through it, whether it's literally or figuratively, and just be a support person. Because, you know, recently I heard that if somebody, you know, very, very close to you passes away, you get like less than, what is it, like three days off work of grief counseling and, and, you know, you're supposed to be back at work and maximum two weeks. Well, that's not enough time to have 
grieved yeah. and to deal with all of the things. But, you know, it's not sort of incorporated into the public work place where people mm-hmm. get time off. And so then they're squishing down all their emotions, maybe numbing out by drinking or eating too much or, you know, playing um, creative avoidance, as I call it, by going on social media or watching silly mm-hmm. movies or things like that, and they're they're avoiding having to do it. So I think in a situation like that, Janet, it, it would be wise for them to invest in having somebody like myself, you know, guide them through it. And, and I agree. I agree because even as organized as I am, I had to, I had to have somebody um, with me um, because, like you said, you, you're going through so many emotions, but there was stuff I needed to find. So I had to look through it, but it was nice having, and I actually did. I had somebody go was sitting with me when I had to go through all that paperwork. So um, that support is definitely, um, definitely um, needed. So, Rowena, somebody's listening, and they feel like you are talking to them. Um, how can they get in touch with you? Oh, that's really simple. They just need to go to www.gettingittogether.ca and they can email me through there uh, if they would like to call. It's 604-520-9550 and they can also find me on Skype, Rowena List on Skype. So there's lots of ways to get in touch and uh, I do WhatsApp and um and FaceTime as well. And then I'm on all social media. So very easy for them to get in touch. Uh, Lots of information on my website about the topic. And I do offer a free over-the-phone 15-minute discovery session to anybody that would like to just have some personal questions answered or, you know, a little bit more detail or find out, you know, what could be the next best step for them. And, uh, you know, we just move forward together. And so listeners, you know, you do not have to go through this alone. So always remember that. You do not have to go through something like this alone. There's people like mm-hmm. Rowena who will help you through this process of organizing the things, getting rid of what you need to get rid of, selling what you need to sell so that, you know, you can really spend time dealing with grieving and let her manage. As she said, she comes in as a general contractor, so from the house to the cars to the stuff, you know, she'll help you um, sort through it. So, Rowena, I thank you so much once again for coming and just sharing such wonderful tips um, on just how we can organize a specific aspect of our lives. Thank you so much. My pleasure, and thank you, Janet. Have an awesome evening. And you too as well. All right. Bye for now. Bye. Hello, this is Lori Kennedy from Shred Patrol, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And, yes, that is Lori Kennedy. And um, I wanted to um, just also share that one of the things that helped me through my process is when I went through my mother's paperwork, which was very emotional, as I shared with you earlier, just going through the phone bill, 
just brought me to tears. Um, and also just going through some of her work, her documentation from when she was working. Um, you know, one of the things um, in her evaluation when she had all of that, it said um, she's a great worker, but, you know, unfortunately um, her daughter uh, was sick, so sometimes she had to take a little bit of time off. So things like that can really just trigger you into emotional overload, which is why it's always good to have that support when you are going through um, someone else's belongings as well as things. So um, during my Taylor Tip time, um, I wanted to share with you just a few tips on how I managed to um, go through the stuff after my mother passed away. So the first thing was that I definitely asked for help from my best friend because I knew she was my support during that whole period, even when my mother was diagnosed with leukemia. And she came over with her shredder. So every time I looked at something I didn't want it, she would shred it. I didn't have to look at it again, which was wonderful. Also, I gave things to people I knew. Uh, one of the things Rowena said is you know, go through what you feel you can go through first. For me, it was the clothes because I couldn't wear clothes. I wasn't attached to her clothes, so therefore I was able to give them away. So I knew a few people, and I gave a few blouses to women at my church that I went to at that time, and I even had a tray because um, it would help me on wheels, like something like the hospital trays when you're in a hospital. I had one of those in the home, so it made it easier for her to eat her meals. Well, I really didn't want that around anymore because it was a reminder, but I knew someone who had a relative living with them who had a disability, so out that went. I also gave things to charity. And I began to look at things different because um, I began to just kind of really look at everything. And one day I was having a conversation with my aunt, which was my mom's sister, and she said, Janet, I want you to take a careful look at the dishes. And at first I was like, okay. She said, no, really carefully look at the dishes. And I did. So basically... When I looked at the dishes that my dad gave my mom and I cherished this set for so long, I looked and there was a broken dish, a cracked cup. This was missing. So actually the set I thought was a six became a nice little intimate set for two. So I got rid of stuff. And the one thing that I did keep, I kept her jewelry box because as a girl, I would play with her jewelry, and I love it because I have all of these beautiful pictures of her in the jewelry, so I wanted to keep it. But just recently, actually this year, 2017, I decided it was time to let go of the jewelry box because the jewelry box was old. It was coming apart, and I had in my mind, like a lot of you, oh, I'm going to um, decorate it. I'm going to fix it up. I'm going to patch it up, and I realized that I'm not going to do that. And also, because some of the pieces I do want to wear, I am going to reorganize my jewelry, her jewelry, so it can be a little bit more accessible. So that is just my story and 
regards to really having to go through um, her stuff, her personal stuff after she passed away. And for me, it was a little healing. Um, So I would suggest that, you know, for those of you who are just joining me, because I see a few people just joining me, is to really um, play this back and listen to um, the beginning where Rowena tells you how to go through things, especially if you are in the same household with the person, as well as you may be living in another house. You know, they had their own home or they lived in another state as well. So how you can work through that stuff so you not overwhelm yourself. So I wanted to share that with you. But I wanted to share a book, which is my audiobook selection for this week. And, of course, you know our sponsor, Audible, is offering all the listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs and download a title for free. And it's that easy. You just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection for this week is Grief Healing Techniques, Step-by-Step Support for Working Through Grief and Loss, and it is narrated by Kevin Pierce. Again, it's grief healing techniques, step by loss, and you will get useful insights on the physical effects of emotional range of grief, practical approach for rebuilding your daily routine, which is key. That's something I had to personally do. Also advice on whether to pursue professional help, tips for dealing with birthdays, holidays, and other celebrations, etc. So, again, it is Grief Healing Techniques, and it's narrated by Kevin Pierce. And that is my audio book selection for this week. And also, I want to suggest to all of you who are not following me via social media to follow me via social media. Because last week, if you were following me via social media, you would have seen that Staples was providing free shredding up to two pounds. All you have to do is click the link and get the coupon. So make sure if you are not following me via social media, and that could be Facebook and Twitter, um, as well as Google Plus and LinkedIn, to make sure you do so that you can, um, as those um, offers come to me, and actually another one is coming to me, and I hope to post it maybe by the end of this evening, first thing in the morning, on how you can actually discard some of your old medications because sometimes we, you know, we have procedures, injuries, and we become well and we don't no longer need to take the medication, but we just don't get it out of our house because we want a safe way to do it. Well, I need to post that link because someone shared that with me as well. And, of course, for those of you who are looking for some assistance, whether it's in a group setting, whether you need some online organizing because your schedule just does not allow you to maybe, you know, have sessions face-to-face or even if you are looking to have some hands-on organizing help, be sure to go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com, click the service links, 
and look at all the different ways that I can help you simplify as you go on your journey to living an organized life. Well, I definitely want to thank you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. I know I am hoping to better manage my own time so I can really interact a lot better. I do definitely see your responses, et cetera, um, when you post things on social media. So um, I thank you so much for following me. I thank all of my Blog Talk radio community as well. Today is Monday, so you know what tomorrow is. It is Tosser Tuesday. And I would like for those of you who are listening who may have a loved one who has passed away and you still have something of theirs, maybe think of donating it to somebody who could truly appreciate it. Think about that. It could be just one thing. I'm not saying donate everything, just one thing that you know that somebody will truly, truly appreciate. I remember my mother had a coat, and um, I donated it to a friend who I knew really because she had just moved to this country who really needed a winter coat. Um, I have had scarves on my mother's, um, different blouses, just just one thing. I'm not saying donate everything, but just find something in your home and in your life that may belong to someone else that you really will no longer use and no longer need. So let it, give it new life and donate it to somebody else. So I'd like to move on to my app suggestion, my product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion. For my app suggestion, Calm Your Mind. It features guided meditations, nature sounds, and step-by-step guides to finding that all-too-elusive peace of mind. Because I know when um, you are managing life after the death of a loved one, it can be a little overwhelming. Um, I still remember the day when I was just trying to get things together with my mother's estate, and I just went to a simple place, like a copy, a place to make copies, where I needed a good copy of something. So I went to a printer who I'd known, and I just stood at the counter, and I just basically had a breakdown, and I just cried. And it was so nice because the person knew me, and she just came from around the counter and she just hugged me. I just had a breakdown. So sometimes we need certain things just to calm us, just to make us, give us peace and, and, and calm our minds. So the Calm Your Mind app. My product suggestion is a file box. And that is to keep all of the paper and the information organized because you may be going through a transition where not only are you managing the estate, but maybe, as Rowena mentioned, you've got cars you've got to sell. You've got a house you have to sell. There may be um, antiques you are selling. So you have to keep all of that paperwork organized. Plus, you may be dealing with several different consultants and contractors and realtors. So that is a great way to keep everything organized and accessible um, so you basically know um, you can get your hands on things when you need them. And then my repurpose suggestion is sometimes take some of the things in that home. Could be 
benches, tin cans, um, um, furniture, etc., and give it new life. Um, it's just maybe giving it a new twist. Uh, for example, I took uh, a tray. It was a glass tray with a nice little cute little cup. The tray for sandwiches, the cup for beverages. So I repurposed that because that belonged to my mother. I repurposed it. It now sits on my dresser. And basically I have all of my perfume bottles and the cup has like little small items. It might have a small necklace, some earrings, et cetera, in there. But that's how I repurpose something. So there may be something special, something sentimental that you just don't want to get rid of well. You can always repurpose it in your home and turn it into something that you can use to organize your space as well as your thing. So with the app suggestion, your product suggestion, and repurpose suggestion, you can just go to my Pinterest page, and it's Janet M. Taylor. And, of course, I have a stay organized products that will help you stay organized, and, of course, my repurpose section as well. My quote for the week, don't confuse your path with your destination. Just because it is stormy now does not mean you aren't headed to sunshine. Again, don't confuse your path with your destination. So just because you may be unorganized, overwhelmed, uh, feel like you don't have enough hours in the day, and just because it's stormy now doesn't mean that you aren't headed for sunshine. doesn't mean that it's going to get better, going to get more organized, going to be less stressful. You just have to keep moving and know that you can only do but so much. You do a little at a time. And that's what I did. When I had to go through that, my mother's apartment, I did a little at a time. Did the clothes, done. Did the paperwork, done. Um, and I did all of that after I managed everything with the estate just making sure. And then eventually, one by one, I dealt with all the different um, medical doctors, et cetera, making sure everything was settled with that, contacting people. You just do a little bit every day. Just get yourself up, you know, get dressed, eat a good meal, make sure you interact with people. If people offer their help, say yes. If people say, can I help you do something, just say yes, I'll get back to you. Because it could be anything simple. One time I told a friend, you know, I need envelopes. He went to get me envelopes. Another friend asked me something. If I needed something, I said, you know, I could use some orange juice and bread. I'm out. Um, both things. Sometimes you'd be surprised if those little things will make them feel so wonderful because they feel like they're contributing to your healing, but it also alleviates you from just having to go out and do things. So I hope you um, um, found this show very helpful. Um, of course, if there is a subject, if there is a topic that you want me to bring, please let me know just by going to my website, clicking on the contact page, and just filling out and saying, hey, Janet, bring on this topic because I want to bring more topics that will help you live your life more organized as well. Not only just your space, but your time as well as your life. So next week, Felicia Wallace-Benton will be returning. 
for the organized kitchen. So we'll be just learning some ways on how to better organize our kitchen. So be sure to send me your questions. And, of course, then I will be sharing just some ways to be more organized with your move. Um, Ola Jackson will be coming in regards to, you know, self-care, how we can just incorporate that into our lives, women. And we'll be ending the month on how to organize all of the wonderful um, creations and, and artwork that the kids bring home, how we can organize that and how we can prepare um, ourselves because they'll be coming home with it soon as the school season ends. So I truly, truly thank you so much for joining me and for listening. And please be sure to share this podcast with your family, friends, as well as on your social media network. And be sure to visit me at my website at JanetMTaylor.com. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.